My name is Georgia, and I'm a, a compulsive overeater. And my number is 412-257-4716, and that's a landline. Um, I'm grateful to speak tonight and tell my story and qualify. I am an overeater. Um, my solution is food. It always has been food. I uh, When I started coming to the 100-pounder meeting, I lost 75 pounds, and I've been abstinent a year and a half. Um, I had six months in, and I gained some weight back. I, I was still abstinent, but not real clean. You know, I, wanna, I have a loose abstinence, but now I started measuring and weighing, and I didn't measure before on calories, but now I measure with weight, too. I got a scale, and I found that made a difference. But my sponsor and I run a, a I don't eat alcoholic foods, and I, I did gain weight overeating um, my abstinent foods without eating my alcoholic foods. So I, I, I know that it's, it's not just about my alcoholic foods. It's about overeating in general. And, um, you know, I had to learn that the hard way. Um, I, I sustained a 60-pound weight loss. Um, it had been 75, and I gained some back. I got off my formant, too. And, um, you know, and the endocrinologist kind of attributed that. And I got back on it. Um, but my diabetes went away with my clean eating. And my blood pressure went away. My high blood pressure went away. I still have high cholesterol. But my numbers are good on the medicine. So that's good. So my health is much, much better since I, I I'm absent since I've been abstinent, and um, you know, uh, I feel better about myself. And the one thing I noticed is that it's okay to be empty. You know, I don't have to walk around full all the time. And um, one thing I liked one. OA member said, my higher power is Jesus, and the beauty of this program is you can have any higher power. And, um, you know, uh, uh, I feel close to my higher power, and every, I have a mentor, um, he's my old professor, I made amends to the college, and we struck up a friendship, and, and, uh, he, he, uh, he was the religious professor, and he's my mentor, and he, he wrote a few books and dedicated them to me and my friends and included my story in one of his books, and I feel honored. And it just goes to show that when you make amends, that's when the true joy comes. And I wasn't going to make an amends for this particular incident because it was so little. I messed up somebody's office when I... Uh, and I got yelled at when we painted a mural for this this guy. And um, I got yelled at and I ran and hid because I was young and immature. And, uh, you know, I felt really bad about it. But I messed up his office and uh, me and my crew. And, uh, you know, uh, I made amends for it. And my life took a turn. I was, I, I, 
for the better. Uh, it changed my life. And uh, But one thing I learned from my mentor is everything is sacred. So now when I eat, I don't eat standing up. I don't eat in the car. I don't eat, you know, while I'm running around. Um, or uh, I don't eat at gas stations, and I don't eat at fast food. And I've kept that up for two years. That's part of my abstinence. Um, my abstinence. Um, you know, I just, those are my, uh, my boundaries and I stick to them and uh, eating is sacred and I make it nice for myself. I, I set a nice place for me and my higher power enjoys, enjoys it with me. And, you know, for a long time in, in sobriety, I'm in another program too. I would say, well, God, you gave me the appetite. Why should I pray before I eat? That was my attitude, and I'm embarrassed to admit it. But I would talk to God that way. And now my sponsor taught me my prayers, let this be enough. And thank you, God, that I live in a country where abundance is all around me and I, I, I have enough to eat. I can overeat. But I say every time, let this be enough. And I get to say that prayer. I get to in a country where I'm, we have plenty to eat. And, um, you know, my sponsor taught me that, let this be enough. And uh, my husband uses that, and my friend who lost 100 pounds uses that too. And I love being abstinent. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's, uh, you know, I have the boundaries set up, and I don't break them. You know, um, about my food. And as far as I know, there's characters in my meditation, uh, in my stories. Uh, the Bible was one of them who had special diets. And so, you know, I accept that I'm an overeater and there's things I can't eat. And I just accept that. And it works for me. That's acceptance is the answer to all our problems. And, uh, you know, certain foods trigger me, and uh, certain eating habits trigger me, and I just accept that I have a boundary and I don't want to break it, and it makes me feel good. And I, I don't snack in between meals except have a piece of fruit, and my sponsor taught me that fruit helps with sugar cravings uh, for refined sugar, and I was never a big fruit eater, I thought, that's like eating nothing. I, I want some real loaded up carbs. and and uh, But that's my trigger foods, loaded up carbs, complex carbs. I had a traumatic childhood like most of us. Um, I didn't reach real stress until I was older and got married and got sober and bought a house and had a mortgage and and I had a lot of people living with me in my family. And I reached some real stress, and that's when I turned to overeating. I always got away with it. I always overate. But I got away with it because I'm an exercise addict. And my they say your first addiction is the one that's hardest to give up. And um, exercise was one that I've always relied on, always relied on. Um, 
I clean houses because I need to. I need to move. And uh, I worked in a nursing home, too, because I need to move. And um, every morning I I get funny if I don't get up and move around. But I'm working on that. I realized that. The, the last two weeks, I just cleaned houses. That was enough exercise, and I worked on some art projects, some commissions I got to do. And I started working on some art, which is my second love. And, and it went okay. Just cleaning houses was enough, and I accepted it, and I actually lost weight. Um... You know, but that's my first addiction is exercise. Then food. Food and cigarettes were equal drug of choice. And then alcohol. Alcohol, I got sober when I was 21 was my first time in the program. Then I got sober when I was 32. And then I still smoked. And I got away with overeating. But, boy, when the stress hit, and I had this mortgage, and I had a lot of people living with me, and kids addicted to heroin, who I loved dearly. And one died. My nephew died. Um, you know, it just, uh, the stress was just too much, and I turned to food instead of a drink. And I really think I was trying to make a drink with food. Um, food and cigarettes, because cigarettes have an amphetamine in them, and food has a tranquilizer. And I think together that made the same mixture as alcohol. I'm not sure, but that's just what I think for me. And without the alcohol, I turned to cigarettes. And then I, cigarettes and food, and then I joined OA. And things got better. I didn't get abstinent right away. And then there was a period when I said I thought I was abstinent. I was eating all this canned meat and canned mostly canned fish and and uh, you know uh, it just got so bad uh, that I just then then some and I lost weight and it isn't about losing weight. It is and it isn't. I mean I'm happy. I'm, I'm, I was 100 pounds overweight. I'm happy to lose the weight. That's just a secondary um, reward. I uh, I was out of control, and I was numbing my feelings and not dealing with the reality. I'd come home after my nephew died and eat, go to the refrigerator and chain smoke with my mother, who did die of lung cancer and, and COPD. And then I would sleep, and the house was a wreck when I joined OA. My house was a wreck because I just, as soon as I got in the house, I went to the refrigerator. That was my solution. And food was always my solution. It's my solution to the wild birds. It's my solution to the deer that live in my yard. It's my solution to my animals. If they're meowing, they must want food. And um, and dogs must want food. And, and uh, if, if, uh, if a child I love 
my nephew or someone attempts suicide, then I throw food at them because I don't know what else to do. And my whole family did it. We we had a kid in the hospital, my nephew, and we just brought in all kinds of food, food after food after food in the hospital, and they didn't want us to bring it in, but we didn't know what else to do because food was our solution. Now today my solution is my spirituality and working the steps of my fellowship. That's my new solution. I no longer have to turn to food as a solution. I no longer have to run in my house, look at the refrigerator. After I've been through all a drive through a couple times during the day and chain smoke, I no longer have to do that. And, I, and my house got cleaner. First in OA, my house got cleaner. And the first thing I learned is that I didn't have to order a large through the drive-through, that I don't have to get my money's worth. That was the biggest blessing, that I'm not really getting my money's worth at the buffet when I overeat. And, um, you know, and, and to me, that's uh, one of the seven deadly sins, greed. You know, um, I just... Uh, so at the beginning, even though I wasn't abstinent, OA was helping me a lot, and my house got cleaner, and I did begin watching, and I learned that I didn't have to order a large or get my money's worth, and I started working the steps harder than I did when I was drinking because I, when I was getting sober, because the the need for a drink left me, and. You know, I started taking things for granted and really didn't work the steps. And went for the I wanna's and sometimes I would work the tenth step if I Journal got a reminder. Thank you. And when I got in a jackpot, I would work the tenth step. Now I work the tenth step every day. I learned that in a way. Um, because if I have to let the tiger out of the cage three times a day, um, I'm gonna have to work these steps. And I'm truly happy, joyous, and free. And I'm glad I was 100 pounds overweight, 120 pounds overweight. I'm glad because through my spiritual growth and working the 11th step, I feel so close to my higher power, I didn't think I could get this close. And if I were eating, I wouldn't have because the food would have gotten in the way. I would have been worshiping food instead of, my higher power, and OA is the one that really taught me that, because AA's good, it taught me the basics of the steps, I knew how to work the steps, but the desire to drink left, the obsession left, and I didn't work them that hard, and and I did give up the cigarettes, because someone in OA told me, that's like taking a diet pill, and I'm not abstinent, and I took that serious, and my OA sponsor and I, and I have a, sp a sponsor, and in, uh, that I met on the 100-pounders cup from New York, and she taught me a lot. And, uh, you know, uh, I just uh, turned it over, and and um, I, ha I kind of lost my place there. But anyway, I feel closer to my higher power without the food, and I do that 10-step every day because the definition of a resentment is anger, relived. 
I'm living it. I'm not living in the moment. But the psychological definition is any negative feeling that could be disappointment, hurt, um, loneliness. Then I run it through the 10th step. Who, what, why, what it affects, and what's my part in it. I run it through, you know, the 10th step like it is in the big book and with the seven deadly sins. And I do that every day on any negative feeling, and I do it right away. And if I have a problem, I, I know uh, my sponsor here in Pennsylvania is, is she's awesome. She's real spiritual. She's 88 years old, and, and I give her my food plan every day. That made a difference. She helped me quit smoking because she was a reformed smoker. And I really feel the happiest I've ever felt in my whole life. And I feel closer to my higher power than ever. And I love being in OA, and I particularly love this meeting in general. And, um, you know, I, I think that's all I have for tonight. And uh, as a topic, I'd like to hear about, um, let's see, uh, Surrender. How we surrender.